Darling Heart and welcome to the Drink Less, Live Better podcast. This is the podcast that helps you to see that drinking less doesn't need to be stressful, lonely or boring. I'm your host, Sarah Williamson, and I decided to have a year alcohol-free as a little life experiment and haven't looked back. With my experience and training, I now help other women with their alcohol-free or drink-less adventures. I'm here to tell you that you can relax, connect and have fun without alcohol in your life. Join me here each week to find out how. Today, I'd like to tell you a story about summer holiday drinking, what it used to look like for me and what is possible when you step away from alcohol. I used to see the end of May as the start of rosé season. I'd switch from my usual white wine and get excited about weekends of rosé and play. I also associated summer with pims and lemonade at parties and barbecues. Apparel spritz was a late discovery for me. I was in my 30s on holiday in Italy and have never had such a long-lasting holiday romance. Then there was the relatively recent invention of limited edition flavoured gins for summer with sweet berry or citrus flavours and of course summer cocktails reminiscent of exotic holidays. I'm a sucker for the luscious sweet and sour combo found in the perfectly mixed cool drink served in a beautiful glass. And of course fizz maintained a place in my heart at home on a Friday night or out with my girlfriends. Summer holidays meant a relaxing of my usual standards, earlier drinking start times and weekday drinking snuck in. Holidays are an excuse for lowered standards in many areas of life. I used to kid myself that a bit of time off work meant that I could do what I wanted drink-wise without any knock-on effect. But of course, there were always consequences. So whether you're holidaying at home or away this year, here are my tips to help you from overdoing it. If you are away, pick the right holiday location. Choose places where the culture is less focused on booze. A countryside cottage or a quiet campsite may have fewer alcoholic temptations than big cities or resorts. Plan activities around not drinking. Choose an activity-led holiday, whether it's walking, cycling, swimming, sightseeing or a mix of everything. If you have plans, it's easier not to give in to a drink during the day. Perhaps give the brewery or the vineyard tour a miss. Be the designated driver. Choose restaurants that serve lovely food and drive to them so you have an inbuilt reason not to drink any alcohol. If you are staying at home, stick to your usual few drink-free days a week. Don't start drinking earlier in the day. Consider how some time away from work should mean less stress and therefore perhaps you don't need a drink. Maybe you can relax in other ways that make you feel good. Not having a hangover is a holiday gift. Mornings where you feel great are never wasted. You get more connected time with family and friends. After all, we take time away from work in part to spend more time with those we love. Get a massage or other treat or activity you love. Spend the booze cash on something more meaningful. Time away from work means a time to rest and recuperate, getting a really good sleep. 
One last word about holiday selfies. Do you love to put a picture up on your social media feed of you holding aloft a beautiful looking drink, big smile on your face in a fabulous location? Me too. Just remember that drink in that pretty glass doesn't need to be alcoholic for you to show the world you're having a lovely time. Thank you for listening to this episode. Please listen in again next time. You can sign up to my five-day Drink Less experiment and find out about working with me one-to-one at drinklesslivebetter.com. It would make me happier than a Buddhist monk if you would please subscribe, five-star review and leave a lovely comment about this podcast on whatever platform you listen. Imagine it like the tasting notes on the finest wine I am never going to drink. Thank you. And P.S. I believe in you.